Welcome to Total Wine and More. It's much more than a wine store. It's the eighth wonder of the world. When people talk about Total Wine and More, they get a little carried away. We're just a big, friendly place run by people with a passion for wine and beer. 8,000 different wines, 2,500 different beers. Maybe we are the eighth wonder of the world. Come explore at our 12 Northern Virginia locations. Now open in Reston at Plaza America Center, across from Whole Foods. Shop online at TotalWine.com. Yeah. It's a newly branded Lou Capetta show, formerly another mediocre podcast. Um, I decided to put my name on it. It's the same great show, just a new name, a better name. Um, this beat you're hearing is by my man in Richmond, New Jersey recording artist and producer extraordinaire. Shout out to him. And this week, my guest is a young woman by the name of Jane Cobb. Maybe you know her, maybe you don't. But she is a, an adult film star, cam model. She makes her own adult videos, stuff like that. So she's in the adult industry, which means this episode is going to have sexual themes, adult themes, not something you're going to be want to listen to while you're driving your kids to school. But I encourage you to listen to it because your story is very, uh, it's not what you may, may think. And you're going to learn a lot. You're going to find out that she's a very personable, thoughtful young woman. And um, it's a very, very good uh, episode to remind you never to judge a book by its cover. So thank you everyone for the support. Continue to check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker.com, and anywhere else you can get podcasts. So let's get into this week's episode. Enjoy. Welcome once again to another episode of Another Mediocre Podcast, where the show is mediocre, the host is pretty mediocre, the guests are not, and today is no different. I am... um, I'm a bit intimidated because I have uh, a very special guest today. She is, her name is Jane Cobb. She is, you've probably seen her uh, videos on Twitter and uh, she's an adult film star, cam model, amongst other things. And uh, her videos are everywhere. They're, they're pretty awesome if you ask me. Um, Are you not, are you on Instagram as well? I'm not. Um, oh. I'm on Twitter and Snapchat. That's the only social media I have. So if you find me elsewhere, it's not really me. Oh, which is something we you you, uh, you always have to worry about. There's plenty of imposters out there. So so Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram sucks anyway. They're they're too strict. Yeah. So, well, how how are you? Thank you for coming on. I I really appreciate it. I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. Uh, my pleasure. I, I'm I'm all flustered here. I feel like I'm like uh, that. Uh, doofus in high school again trying to trying to talk to the uh the hot chick at the dance like <laughs> so um so obviously like, i i did get into um what what other th- do you, you are you uh what other avenues are you in do you do uh like films or are you are you mostly just with uh on cam and do you do personal appearances things like that uh no my primary job is camming so every day um Except Sunday, you know, because I got to take my Game of Thrones day off. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I cam every day. So when I have time outside of that, I create custom content. I shoot videos that I come up with every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I post those on mini vids and, and porn publications and stuff like that. 
so you so you take like uh, requests yeah you can videos and stuff yeah exactly people order custom stuff and usually it's pretty vanilla and sometimes it's really out there and i think the coolest (laughs) thing about that is that people bring me these ideas and i'm like this is insane no one else is ever gonna want to see this and some of those videos that i'm like this is insane have been my best selling videos of all time so it's been really cool to find people that are into things that i never would have considered on my own but as it turns out are really great and they're a lot of fun to do it's a lot of it's cool to be able to step into something and be like, this is so weird. I don't know how I'm going to keep a straight face. And then to be able to do it and then look at it with the straight yeah. face and be like, oh, I see myself trying not to laugh, but other people watching it and being like, oh, wow, that was really good. On a side note, I, I feel like I'm the only person that does not watch Game of Thrones. I guess I'm going to have to get into that. You know, honestly, I'm not going to I'm not going to be a jerk to you about it. It's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that before to people, and, and I mean, Game of Thrones fans are very, very uh, passionate about their show. I, I guess I'm gonna have to check it out because I really feel I just, I just don't like not being in the loop about anything. You know what I mean? So I feel like people start talking about the show; it's so great, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, I fell asleep at seven on Sunday <laughs> after, after watching uh, the Golden Girls all day. Yeah. Game of Thrones fans are, uh, in a lot of ways, like Star Wars fans. And I've never seen Star Wars. Oh, so, see, I get I'm it. Star Wars fan. Yeah, okay, yep. That, that's a great analogy. Yeah, because that's the first thing, like, a Star Wars fan does. They're like, you haven't seen Star Wars? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, yeah People yeah. don't get it. They're like, how can you possibly not watch that? And I'm like, I'm just, I mean, I've tried, and I'm just not into it. <laughs> it's great that you like it. It's just not right. my thing, and it's okay. Right. They at least, like with Star Wars, I feel like, I feel like they they try to shame you because it's really like, uh, you know, dorks watch it. Like I, I'm a closet dork. Like it, it's you know, it's robots and space and laser swords and you know what I mean. All the stuff that kept you from getting dates in high school. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> so, of course, like when somebody doesn't watch it, then they have to. They feel like they like they have the power now to shame you. Yeah, that's just my theory on. I don't know. So. You obviously have a very, very interesting career. Um, how did you, how and when did you get involved in this? Or what, what made you decide to do this? Did you just hit you one day? Um, Were you introduced to it by somebody? Was it something that you had always wanted to experiment with and it just took off? Do you want the long answer or the short answer? <laughs> well, I, I would prefer the long answer. The long answer is terrific. All right, so when I was, um, got a long time ago, when I was in about uh, sixth grade, mm-hmm. there was a show on HBO called Real Sex. I remember and, it well. Yeah, they had an episode <laughs> about uh, fluffers for making sex toys and stuff like that. And I was like, that is the coolest job I've ever seen. As someone who was very awkward, both around people, I was homeschooled, and so I was really never around hmm people my age and so I didn't really learn to communicate with people my age uh I was like that's the coolest thing ever you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and as a middle schooler I told friends I was like I want to be a fluffer when I grow up like that's the job I want to do they're all like I want to be a veterinarian I want to be a teacher I'm like I want to get guys dicks hard for a living <laughs> and uh that didn't go over well they didn't see yeah. how that could be a great career and uh, years and years later, um, I had a friend who who was a cam girl, and she was explaining, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Dude, somebody paid me 
to uh, she called it being a lingerie model online. And I was like, that sounds like mm. some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she was like, somebody paid to watch me put mayonnaise on bread last night. Like, it's so cool. And I was like, oh, whatever. And so, like, a year later, my husband had a, Oh, my God. Yeah. My husband had gotten hurt at work, and he was off right. uh, waiting and fighting for workman's comp and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I lost my job. And so we were like, well, we got all these kids to support and we got to do something. Mm-hmm. And we looked back into this because I needed a job where I could work from home and where I could control my schedule. And, uh, I just, I needed a lot of freedom with the job and this right. one had it. And so we looked into it and we were like, okay, well, we're both okay with this. Let's lay down some ground rules with what we're both comfortable with and not comfortable with. And I'll do it for a day. And at the end of the day, uh, we'll reevaluate and see where we stand. And at the end of the week and then the end of the month and the end of the year, and it's just kept on. Hmm. That's so that's, that's, that's a very, very practical way to, to go, to go about it. When you would think maybe this is just me, but you would think that it would maybe be something spontaneous or there was, you know, like just, uh, I mean, well, other than the, the fact that you originally wanted to be a fluffer since middle school, it's just a very like, <laughs> It, it you know it was a a necessity. You're you're married with children, obviously. You just stated that, and it was uh, something that you you guys sat down and very very practically discussed. Um, that's that I find that fascinating. So how how was your if you don't mind me asking, you could always just tell me not answer a question. But how was it easy for your husband to be okay with this? Was it something that he was not sure about, or was he on board from from the beginning? Um, I think the, the, it was something that we were both sort of on the fence about from the beginning and there have definitely been growing pains over the years and things mm-hmm. that he and I have both had to learn to adjust to. Uh, but no, he was, he was an active participant in making the decision that I was going to go into this. He has always been part of the business. You don't always, I mean, you never see him on cam, but mm-hmm. you don't always realize he's there, but he's always been a part of it. He's always got a hand in the videos that are being produced. He and I are always talking about what I can do, what we can do to grow our business because this is really our business. So that's, that's uh well, that's a great way to put it because it's basically you guys, you guys are, are it's a business venture for both of you guys. Um, and that's, He's he's so he's so involved now. Uh, you have uh, you said that he got hurt at work. What what work was he doing? Because I do construction, so I know that too. I I uh, actually got hurt at work, and I ended up um, you know being out of work for a while. I did not. Uh, I my the cam show that I started for myself just it didn't do well, so I didn't do. It. No, I'm just joking. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nobody's nobody's paying me to put mayonnaise on bread. I don't know. But um, if it helps, no one's paid me for that yet either. <laughs> that's I mean, that's that's fucking weird, dude. I'm sorry. Like that. Like, do you ever get stuff like where you're just like, man, that's this guy. The, the, the This might be a little weird for me. Or are you pretty open minded about <laughs> things like that? Um, I think there's kind of a um, there's a pretty consistent line that cam girls and and custom content creators give that's like we don't nothing's weird nothing's too weird it's just not for me and I try to look at it like that sometimes I get really weird requests and sometimes I get stuff that I'm like no 
Like that's a hard pass. I'm not comfortable making that kind of content, but I can probably direct you to someone who can. But um, it's not so much that it's it's weird. Sometimes things are eye opening, and I really never feel bad about refusing something if I'm not comfortable with it. So right, but, well, you would think that too. If it's first of all, if you know it's your body and stuff. So if it's something that you're not comfortable with. You shouldn't have to do it. Even if you were willing to do it and you weren't very comfortable with it, you got to think that it, it probably wouldn't make for a a great uh, on-screen performance, I, I guess, would be. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I would think. I mean, now, yeah. has, you, has there ever been, like, uh, something that you weren't sure about and maybe, like, your husband, uh, since he's uh, your, your partner in, in, in this business venture, just kind of, after talking to him, you, you, you thought like, oh, yeah, maybe this might be interesting or something worth giving a try? Um, as far as content goes or just the yeah, business like, in general? Yeah, like just like, you know, just, or, or, or both, actually. Um, yes and no. Not so much where, where content is concerned. Sometimes I get requests that I'm like, you know, I'm really not. I'm not sure about doing this or how I feel about this because it's not so much that I have a problem with making a particular video for one person, right? Even if it's something that I'm not really into, like, yeah, if I can make a fantasy reel for you, that's great for me. Um, but sometimes there will be things that I'm like, you know, but this is that kind of video that if it gets out or if it's misconstrued or taken in the wrong context or presented in the wrong context, um, it could be damaging to my business. And so I have to really consider that. And there's also that level of, uh, when every time I make something and every time I'm online, I'm very, very aware that at some point, thankfully my kids are all real small right now, Mm -hmm. but at some point my kids are going to have, uh, access to the internet without us there. Right. right? And I know that a lot of their friends, like this is a problem we've been dealing with this year is kids got cell phones for Christmas. And now people are like, all these kids are like, let's make videos and post them all over YouTube. But their kids are also posting like the school they go to and the bus they ride and their house and their first and last name and everything else. And I'm like, where are your parents? And they're trying to include my kids in those videos because they're friends, you know? So, um, internet safety one is something that I'm really is really, really important to me for obvious reasons. Absolutely. But um, I'm very aware that at some point I'm going to have to answer to my kids for everything that I create and every bit of my porn that's on the internet. Because once it's Mm -hmm. there, it's never coming down. And I know that, and I knew that going into it. And so some of the stuff that, um, that I say no to, it's not necessarily because I'm uncomfortable doing it, but because it's not something I feel like I can answer to my kids for, you know, that, wow, that's, uh, that's fascinating. I really, uh, so that's, that's, I would see, I would never have thought about that, but that makes complete sense. I mean, well, I mean, I, I have, so I have kids as well. I have five kids and they range. My oldest is going to be 21 this month. Uh, I started real young, but, uh, <laughs> and I have and my little guy, he's six, but I mean, if there's any consolation, once they hit about 15, they're going to hate you anyway. So that's, yeah. <laughs> or at least that was just, I mean, they just say it doesn't matter. They're like, oh, yeah, dad, you drove us all over the place. So, by the way, you ruined my life. So, yeah. <laughs> but, well, I feel like maybe I can't 
they won't necessarily like it when they're 15. And I know that there's coming a day when they're going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. You know, I'm so embarrassed, but I hope that I, I am, and I will have raised them in a way that they would look at it and say, you know what? I remember you working late nights every night. And I remember you not being able to be there for this or that, or mm. always having to say, okay, but I have to hurry up and go to work as soon as we're done. And always trying to split time between us and work so that you could take care of us. And I appreciate that you put that work in and, and you did what you had to do and what you, what made you happy, you know, in order to support us. I, mean, I that, hope that, that by the time they're 30, they like me again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, yeah. I mean, that, that's, uh, so like I said, my oldest is 21. She uh, she she likes me again. So it, it, you don't have to wait that long. But I mean, they they get to a point where um, they'll understand that. And and the other thing, interesting thing you said, you're you're doing something that you enjoy. I mean, there is there is a very finite amount of people in this world that can say that they make a living off of something they enjoy doing. I can't say that. I mean, I'm I'm in construction by day. You know what I mean? That that's my day job. I do it because, you know, I'm in a union, my medical benefits, I get paid pretty decently and, uh, you know, but I don't get up every day and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go build this bridge and have my boss scream at me and work in (laughs) freezing cold weather and, you know what I mean? But, so I mean, so that's lucky. I mean, eventually you would think that anybody that has a a job that they don't like should be able to uh, appreciate that and, and quite frankly envy that. So kudos to you. Yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely days when I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk to these people. I don't (laughs) want to be in this room because I, we moved to this house specifically for the basement because I could build a studio in my basement and it could be soundproofed. And it was one, I have, I don't want to say extra layers of protection, but, um, I have three locked doors between me and my kids when I'm in my studio. So one, they're not, they only get to come in the basement to do laundry, right? Which is a new thing. So sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But um, there's <laughs> That's a great way to doors. keep them out of the basement, by the way. Oh, yeah, you only go yeah. down there and do laundry. When they're teenagers, you'll never see them down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're not allowed down here to begin with, but there's always multiple layers of protection between them and my job. Not that I feel like there's anything wrong with what I do, but I think that it's important to keep those explanations and their introduction to this sort of thing age appropriate. Yep. So before before we start, I, I did mention to you, um, you gave me a, a, a very interesting answer. This One of the things I always wonder um, is, <clears throat> so you're, your business is basically you are, you know, making fantasies for, for men and women, but you are a very real person. I mean, as whoever's listening to this, will we'll see by now you're a very real person with a very real life. Um, this is your job. Is it hard to, do you ever have issues with people not, not realizing that or not recognizing that, or maybe, you know, Thinking that just because you are a, um, on their computer screen, that they don't understand you are a, a, an actual person and this is your job. Um, I think I'd like to add something to the answer I gave you earlier. Actually, perfect. <laughs> um, there's there's a pretty big divide between what happens online and in my studio. Mm-hmm. 
and outside of this room. And I like to tell people when I'm in here, like when I leave this room, if you see me outside of my, my studio, if I'm not at a porn convention or something like that, I'm not Jane anymore. Like I'm a person in real life and you don't know that person, you know, Jane and Jane loves you, but she lives in this room and in your phones and in your computers, not, you know, at the gas station or whatever. So, but thankfully, I mean, nobody's, I haven't been confronted by anybody ever. I don't think I've ever been recognized. No, I take that back. I've been recognized once, but the guy didn't approach me. So that was nice of him. Mm. (laughs) But, um, I live out in the middle of nowhere. We moved pretty far away from where, um, where I grew up. So I don't have, I have some in-laws out here, but I don't have a lot of family that I'm super close to out here. So, uh, I almost never leave home unless it's for caffeine (laughs) and, uh, so I don't, I don't really have the opportunity or really the task of trying to blend two worlds together like that. Mm-hmm. Like that nobody really tries to interfere with my job. Nobody here where I live really knows what I do. And the few people that do don't care, you know? Right. So your, 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 your job and your, and your life are very compartmentalized and that's a, and that's by design. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I feel, mm-hmm. I really never leave work. Right. Because so much of what I do is handled through the Internet, which means a lot of it takes place on my phone. So 24 seven, my phone is connecting me to my job. Like right now, I'm off work right now, but this has to do with my job, you know. Right. So it's always there. But um, yeah, otherwise, like when I'm with family, it's, it's family time and I've got no problem putting my phone down or telling people, hey, Stop talking to me. <laughs> this right. isn't your time. It's right. Game of Thrones day. It's family day. Go away. <laughs> right. Okay. Now you made. Um, you said you have uh, some family out there. Not much. How? How much of your family knows what you what you do for a living, and um, how did they handle it? Finding out at first, and how have they handled it since? Um, years ago when I started doing this, uh, my dad asked me, like I was at his house letting, you know, letting him visit the grandbabies and he was like, are you working right now? I was like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, what are you doing? I was like porn. And he was like, Oh, are you good at it? I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. He was like, well, you know, it's cause you look like me, right? You got, you got my good look because of me that you're good. So my dad was fine with it, which I think is what most people would be concerned with. That is uh, hilarious. That oh yeah. my goodness. That would probably be something that I would say too, which would actually it would not be true at all, but you know, I'm trying <laughs> to take credit for it. Oh my goodness. That is phenomenal. My so. mom my dad said something in passing about me having a job and my mom found out what it was and I wasn't really keeping it a secret. I just wasn't mm-hmm. broadcasting it at the time, you know? Right. And so my mom asked me and I was like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And she started crying and I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Bye. Oh man. And, uh, that's like, I moved like a week opposites. later. Wow. Complete polar opposite responses. Were you expecting that, uh, from, from your, your, your dad and your mom, those types of responses, or maybe expecting opposite responses from them? Because just as a, as a father of daughters and things like that, I, I would kind of, it would probably, mo- most people would probably think that, it would be the father that had an uh, that had an issue like that, but he, he seemed to fully support you. Is that was that surprising? Um, 
You know, I think I was a little bit concerned. I was bracing for the impact when I told him what I did. And I was really concerned that he was going to be like, you can't do that. You know, your husband needs to take care of you and stuff. And, um, obviously my husband was hurt. Like he is, it's not that he wouldn't have, he could have, he was incapable of it at the time, you know, and right. it took over a year for him to get the surgery to fix his shoulder. And then like another year of rehab and stuff like he was messed up for a really long time. So he couldn't go out and do the things that he had been doing. Like he worked in, um, in the petrochemical industry mm. after he got out of the army. So that's what he had done. And it's hard work and it's long hours and it, it takes a lot of muscle and a lot of grit. And he just, he wasn't capable of it at the time. Like he would have, but he couldn't. So it was time for me to step up and to take care of the family. And that's what I did. So, uh, I think I was bracing for that impact with my dad. But when my dad was like, Oh, you know, you know, you're only good. Cause you look like me. Right. You know, that's why people <laughs> like you because you look like me and you got my personality. I was like, yeah, you know, that's exactly, awesome. I don't know why I was scared. That's exactly the response I should have expected from my dad. Cause that's who my dad is. A lot of the right. things about me that people are like, Oh, you're so funny. It's really just, an exaggeration of the way my dad is that's that's so. that's funny that that that's the greatest response uh i think i've ever heard that is that's hilarious that's great that's terrific good for your dad yeah the answer, the response i got from my mom i really didn't know what to expect i i sort of felt like you know she's my mom of course she's going to support me and take care of my family and mm-hmm. this makes me happy and and that was not the response that i got from her but she <laughs> she has accepted it and right. um there have been a couple things i've won a couple like social media awards and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i've called her and been like listen you're my mom you have to support me. That's your job. I don't care how old I get. This makes me happy. I'm proud of myself. I don't want to brag to other people because I feel like that's really douchey to like go on social media and be like, ha I beat you bitches. What's up now? But you're my mom. So you got to listen to me say that because they're really nice people. Okay. But like sometimes I got to beat these bitches. Okay. And I right. did it. And she's like, yeah, you know, that's great for you. I'm proud of you. I'm glad that that you're finding success in something that makes you happy. I wish you didn't have to do it. I wish you could win the lottery and sit on your ass all the time, but you can't. So I'm glad that you're happy with what you're doing. Did you have, did anybody have a, uh, uh, anyone close to you have a very, uh, have a negative response to it that just never, never changed or were you lucky enough not to have to deal with that? Um, I don't think anyone had like an outright negative response. Uh, mm-hmm. I have sister-in-laws, sisters-in-law, and um, they were teenagers still in school mm-hmm. when when we moved out here and we got closer to them. And so my mother-in-law specifically asked us not to tell them what I was doing for a living, which was fine because they were technically kids and those were her kids and her decisions, so we didn't. And uh, <clears throat> we we used to host like weekend dinners and stuff like that at our house. And one of them decided that because they weren't allowed in the basement, but I came down here every night that I must be cheating on my husband. And she was like telling my husband I'm cheating on him and stuff like that. And my husband's like, that's not what's going on. And, uh, it came to a, to a big head and to a fight and, um, it didn't end well, but things have all been patched up since then. They're all grown ups now. And, I feel like everybody's just, they're grownups now and they, right. they all have kids. They have their own stuff to deal with. So any negativity that they had toward me has been replaced with, uh, Jane, 
you have more kids than me. You've been doing this longer than me. What do I do now? So right, right. I've gotten to step into that big sister role for both of them, which has been really nice for me because I, my mom got remarried and I was going to have an older stepsister. And I was like, this is the greatest. I'm going to have a sister. We're going to be friends. Oh my God. <laughs> and she wanted nothing to do with me. Even now she just, she's really? an okay person. She's great. Yeah. We talk maybe once every four or five years. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, wow. I can't imagine that. That's, that's not nice. Wow. She just do better than that. <laughs> um, you, you said you're talking about your uh, awards you've won, um, and I know you said you didn't like to brag, but I would like to know. I'll tell you all about them if you ask. I, I would. Oh, okay. So, all right. I, I would. I would like to know what awards you won, and you are up for because I I just voted for one uh, award. currently. Correct. Yeah, MV MILF on mini vids. Yep, that's what I'm up for this year. And as long as I can stay in the top five, I can be considered. I had a video. Um, it sold so well. I was so impressed with myself. Let me just tell you about it, okay? Okay. I had to feel that did so well <laughs> on the site that it was top trending and stuff for a little while, like part of the summer. And um, that was really my first taste of like real success and real recognition. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. I was, my video was nominated for video of the year. It didn't win. It didn't come anywhere close to it. I didn't get an MV award last year, but, right. uh, if I can stay in the top five, I'll at least be considered this year. And I feel like that's really great. Um, I won a few years ago, like I said, there's social media crowns. So it's not like I went to like big porn conventions with the avians or anything Avians's like that. Right. And anything. Oh they God. don't know who I am, <laughs> but, uh, I won <laughs> queen of cams, which mm-hmm. is, um, uh, a contest centered around Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, I, I won that two years in a row and then I left the contest completely because the second year, like the first year I won and there was a little bit of competition, but then the second year, um, after the first week, I had more points than the second place person had when the contest concluded. Wow. And I was like, this, this just really fair for anyone just else at this point. And I don't, I don't want to, like, I love my crown. Yeah, I was killing the bitches. <laughs> and I didn't want to, I made my point, you know, I started my dominance. And then I stepped back and I stepped out. I won several monthly titles, again, for, um, it's called Social Media Crowns or Adult mm-hmm. Model News Network, right. something like that. Um, so I had, like, for for the same year for 2016, I guess I had like six solid months of me being the top girl. And then, um, I won best blowjob and that's, I won. That's a good, that's a good award. That's <laughs> yeah. My husband's pretty happy about it. <laughs> I, was <gonna> say. <laughs> uh, I won best blowjob, best girl, girl performance right. and something else. And I don't remember what it was. Um, do, do you find that you have, uh, a lot of female fans as well, or, or maybe even more no. female fans than you had expected to have? No, not at all. Really? I have, yeah, I have maybe, <clears throat> how many Twitter followers do I have? I have probably like 13,000. 13, there you go. 13,000 Twitter followers right there. Right. Um, I, I have maybe five female fans hmm. and I'm not, it sounds terrible, but I'm not really well liked among my community. Like the other models on my site really aren't big fans of mine. And, uh, 
I'm like I said, I'm pretty unknown when it comes to places like Minivids and stuff like that. I have my own little following that I brought to the site, but right. I'm not I'm not part of like the successful girl group. You know what I mean? You're an outsider. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not that successful. I, I hover around like 80 to 100th place every month. So I do okay, but I certainly don't make enough to support my family off of videos alone. And um, right. when it comes to my campsite, uh, you know, I mentioned growing pains earlier. I'll tell you a story so we can yeah. use some time. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, well, I say a few years ago, within like the first year of me being on the site that I'm on, on Streamate, I okay. started and I did pretty well. I had the personality to succeed. And I feel like I came in at a time when the tides were kind of turning and people, customers were not so much looking for Pam Anderson anymore. They yeah. were looking for, you know, Anna Kendrick, you know, they were looking mm. for more natural people and the girl next door and people who they could talk to and who could carry on a conversation with them. And, uh, Real I just, I yeah, I came in in that sweet spot. And so I had that little bit of extra boost there that helped me. But I just, I did well because I was committed and I worked hard and I treated people well. You right. know, I didn't treat everybody like an ATM and stuff. So uh, it really worked in my favor. Well, I, I remember vividly <laughs> looking at other girls on the site and thinking, why can't I be as successful as her? Why don't people like me like they like her? And within a year, they did. And I was passing these women and I was like, wow, like I'm up here now. I'm on the top row every day. Like I log in and I know it's going to be a good night no matter what, because it's me and because I know these people like me and I know that I'm giving them what they want. And, uh, obviously all these other girls are going to be my friend now. Like I'm one of you now. <laughs> I've, I've, I paid my dues. I worked my way up. I'm here. I've matched right. or surpassed your level of success you can talk to me and you can acknowledge me now. And they never did. And I was like, why do they all hate me? I don't get it. So there was this one chick. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she did not like that. I had passed her and she had been not just a cam girl for a long time, but she had done like mainstream porn. Like she has a bunch of porn out there and stuff. Right. She didn't like it. And I think that she felt threatened. And at the time, she probably should have. She's since left the site because of it. So, um, wow. anyway, I don't. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything bad about her. She was good at what she did, and she did her own thing, and she's moved on to something else. And I hope that she's doing great. But at the time, yeah. she said something about God. What did I say? Oh, I said something about. I don't. We were talking about something completely different. And I said something about that, like those of us on the top who have worked hard to get here and maintain our place here um, should not be going, uh, being ignored or something like that, but we shouldn't get special treatment either. Like we should still have to follow all the same rules or something like that. Right. And uh, she was like, I don't know what you're even talking about because your placement's not as good as mine anyway. And I was like, that's baloney because <laughs> I've been ahead of her for like the last three or six months, something like that. And so at the time, in response to her being naive, you know, and not realizing that I, all eyes were on me because I had come up so quick and because I was so successful and because people were doing things like going from my room and going to other girls' rooms like, hey, what do you know about this girl? Have you ever worked with this girl? You should, you know, you should try to be more like this girl because she's super successful and stuff. And uh, that is not something you ever want to say to a cam girl <laughs> ever. <laughs> But uh, right. boners get in the way of thinking sometimes. So 
Um, anyway, all <laughs> eyes were on me at the time. And so she says this thing and I felt attacked and I felt like she was kind of shitting on my achievement, you know, right, and I couldn't right. have that. And so every day when I logged on, I would log on and take a screenshot of placement because she and I worked the same shift. I would take a screenshot of the placement where I was like a row to two rows ahead of her and be like, oh, my God, I guess place broken now. I'm in the top spot again today. What could possibly be happening? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Look at that. I'm the top bitch again. What the fuck's (laughs) going on here? Oh, my goodness. Well, it was in response to her. Yeah, right. you see what happened, right? It was in response yeah. to her. And I assumed, you know, because I knew it was directed at her, that everyone understood that it was directed at her. And apparently everyone thought I was just stupid and running my mouth, which was not the case. I was just talking shit to this one bitch. Right. But they all felt very attacked and like I was shitting on them. And so from the beginning, I laid the groundwork to be uh, really unlikable. <laughs> and eventually... I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm wasting my time, like, trying to find out what she's saying about me and worrying about what she's saying about me and then trying to, like, respond to that. But not directly to her, you know, because we're right. women. We can't just have a conversation. So right. I got to be passive-aggressive about it and, like, just post these messages. <laughs> like, oh, somebody's saying some stuff about me today. Let me yeah. tell you how much money I made this week, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yep, that's just <laughs> petty stuff that women do sometimes. We never oh, know it. And, that's, uh, that's amazing. At, at some point I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm putting too much energy into this and this isn't making me any money. This is taking time away from my work and that's taking time away from my family. I'm done. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to seek her out. I'm not going to worry about anything she says to me. Cause at the time, you know, we had like our own sides, you know, so people yeah. were like playing both sides and sending me screenshots of what she was saying about me and stuff. And I was like, I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. It's fine. It is what it is not everyone has to like me and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I stopped and she kept going for a long time. I think it took her a lot longer to come to that point where she was like, Oh wait, we're not doing this anymore. And so <laughs> I, and then that makes you the winner because exactly. She just looked like a crazy person just talking to herself <laughs> and getting angry about stuff that didn't have anything to do with her. But I laid that groundwork and I, I mean, I made my bed and now I have to lay in it. So I don't have a lot of cam girlfriends. Right. But, uh, it's all right. Cause it, it honestly, it saves me from a lot of drama and a lot of stress because we're, we're a pretty high stress community. So do you find um, that you, you benefit from being just a, a regular person and also too, like your, your personality really comes out. I mean, you're very, you're, it seem very outgoing and, and approachable and 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 funny. Do you think that 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 helps you be as successful as you are? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> I would think so. I I think that. I mean, I I'm sure other people do, but I, I was wondering if if you if you felt that way as well. Like just you know, just even speaking to you, you can really just see you seem genuine, and I think that that goes a long way. And obviously, you said you you feel the same way. Is that is that something that you try to make sure that you maintain? Um. Well, like I said, I really value transparency, and so I'm really clear with customers and stuff like that about one, you're a customer, not a friend, mm-hmm. and two there are boundaries and these boundaries are really important. And I make it clear over and over again, like probably at least twice a day, I'm telling people, listen, these are the boundaries. And if you, if you cross me, it's going to be the end of you. 
whether you do it online and I block you and I'm done with you or you approach me and you make me feel threatened and I live in a shoot first, ask questions later state, you know? Right. <laughs> um, I grew up in Houston. We love our guns, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I make those things very clear, first of all. So uh, I also well, a- realized that... Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like because I make those boundaries clear, it's okay for me to joke around with people and to have fun with people as much as I do. That being said, while physical attractiveness is something that is hugely, like what people like just ranges from one end of the spectrum to the other, right? Right. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder or whatever. Um, I feel like there's some things that we can all agree are nice, like symmetry is nice. Everybody likes Mm -hmm. a little bit of that, you know, cleanliness. That's cool. We're all into clean people. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, as far as it goes, I wouldn't say that I'm one of the most attractive people out there. I'm certainly not one of the most beautiful cam girls or content creators. There's girls that are way more beautiful than me in a hundred different ways than me, right? I am not now, and I have never been one of those people who's attractive enough that I can log on and have no personality and be successful. I can't do that. And I know I can't do that. I was very awkward. Like I've gotten better with age as far as I look, honestly. So I was forced very early when I was, when I was introduced to people that were my age and I had to communicate with people other than my mom. Cause that's the only person I was ever around when I was in school. So I was homeschooled. Right? right. I learned very early on that I had to have a personality. I had to have something to make people like me. So I came into this and I treated this the same way. And I feel like that's been really beneficial for me because I treat people like they're people, not ATMs. Mm-hmm. And, um, That's I sort of try to, try to give them the opportunity to, to talk to me like a person instead of right. being like, Oh my God, you're a cam girl. Oh my God, you do porn. You're, you're something else. You're an other, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm one of you. That's a very, uh, impressive fine line because I, you, one would assume that, you know, people can, like you said, make that mistake where, they, because they, I mean, let's face it, they are most times uh, watching you in, one, you know, intimate moments. And so that can sometimes force people to feel like they know you. You know what I mean? Uh, that happens a lot mm-hmm. with, with celebrities and stuff. And it's it's impressive how you're able to, to make that line clear yet still be, per- still come <laughs> personable and, and down to earth and friendly. And that, uh. I mean, it, it it really it really shines through. So it that's it, that's and that makes you different from a lot of uh, other girls out there. Well, you know, I like it. Like I said, <laughs> I'm one of you, and I want I want you to feel like I'm one of you. You know, right. like I'm that friend that you can hang out with and stuff. And I think that I mean, you said they're they're watching in intimate moments, and I think that a lot of people log on for that, mm-hmm. but. The majority of the people that, on cam in particular mm-hmm. who hang out with me are people who came in and they were like, yeah, I'm going to jerk off. But then they came in and I was, I mean, I was like ripping a Nolan movie to shreds because <laughs> I didn't like the way he did his job. And let me tell you how he should have done it and done it better. Or let me tell you why this movie right. better than that movie. Let me, you know, let's, let's talk about the science behind the sci-fi. Right. And, uh, People come in and they're like, well, wait, this isn't what I was expecting. And I never shy away from things like politics and religion and, 
big hot button type stuff. I'm always willing to talk about it. I very obviously have an opinion about it and I'll share it with you, but I'm also willing to hear the other side of it. And so I feel like people come in and they're like, I'm going to jerk off. Oh no, wait, I have to get in on this conversation. (laughs) And then I'm like, Oh, by the way, I have tits. And it's like a sneak attack, you know? And they're like, Oh yeah, I like tits. Let me see these tits too. You know? So, so so you, I make people very comfortable, but they come back most of the time because they've gotten that conversation. Mm -hmm. And because I mean, honestly, a lot of people use me as like white noise in the background while they're doing other stuff. People will come home from work and turn me on and then just leave me on the entire time I'm online. And they'll pop in every once in a while and say something, but they're cleaning their house or they're, you know, doing their, their taxes or whatever else. And I'm just that, that friendly, familiar voice in the background. That's awesome. So you could be talking about Donald Trump and and somebody still, uh, jerking off while you're doing it that's that's impressive that's a skill yeah <laughs> I, that's one of those things i like to do in gold shows in those big group shows everybody pays a little for a set amount of time right i like to go into it and i'm like listen i'm gonna let you know beforehand i'm gonna be talking about some fucked up shit in this show and they're like ha, oh, okay <laughs> but then i do and if i can if i like it's like a personal challenge for me you know what i mean so right. if i can talk about tax reform but also make you blow a load at the same time <laughs> i feel like i've done my job and i was telling people yesterday you may not have the best experience with me. You may have a great experience with me. You may have an awful experience with me, but I guarantee it's going to be a memorable one. And there's people coming in every day talking about, oh my God, you were my first show like three years ago. Oh my God, you were my first and I still come back to you. And I'm everybody, I feel like I'm everybody's second favorite. That's what I tell people. I'm everybody's second <laughs> favorite because I'm not their top girl. I'm not the one that they, you know, blow thousands of dollars on and everything like that. And that's okay because I'm everybody's second favorite. I'm here a lot. So they have a lot of access to me. So while they're waiting for that girl, they're with me and everybody comes back to me, no matter who your top girl is, they come back to me. I'm just going to make this a real quick, a public service announcement to the people in Washington. You need to get Jane Cobb there. She will help you with tax reform while making sure that you blow a load, everybody will be happy. Not one person will come out of there pissed off, and shit will get done. You need to run for office. It's all legal, <laughs> all right? It's above yeah. board. Listen, <laughs> but, here's what we're going to do across the, <laughs> across the line, okay, particularly in the poorer states, places like, like Alabama and sometimes Georgia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to come in, and we're going to legalize marijuana. We're going to decriminalize marijuana and decriminalize uh, sex work. So prostitution is going to be – you don't get arrested for it anymore, right? right? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, everything's better. Yeah, you, you just have that stuff. Every state has more money. Yeah. We're going to climb out of the freaking national <laughs> debt that we have right now. Problem <laughs> solved. You put that money that pussy's making your state into your schools, <laughs> you're going to have some of the most highly educated motherfuckers in the world. That's right. Why do you guys want to fight this? I'm trying to help you. And everybody's going to have a great Friday night, too. That's you're Everybody's going to be happy. That's it. That is, uh, you got my vote. Business is booming, right? Sex yeah. workers are safer. That way, anytime somebody's assaulted, any sex worker's assaulted, because that's one of the things that people like to harp on is that right. sex workers don't report the, the, the assault and the rape and stuff like that because they'll go to jail for it. Well, now it's not illegal. Now, if somebody fucks you up like that, you go to the police and the police are going to go get that guy. Yeah. One, he's off the street. Two, you're lowering all these instances of like rape culture and all that stuff that doesn't actually exist. <laughs> like I said, I... I'm on board. You got my vote. So <laughs> <laughs> what, um, so now like, what are you, 
what do you have plans beyond um you know uh the, the the cam scene or anything else like that or are you are you just continuing with your business and and expanding your business how what's what's next for you um you know i'm not I'm not a big dreamer. Like if I won the lottery, yeah, I'm going to build a bunker and I'm going to build a house on top of it and I'm going to have an arsenal and I'm going to be ready for doomsday. But <laughs> I don't make doomsday kind of money yet. Right. Um, I'm just carrying on with what I'm doing. There's a lot of stuff. Like I said, my husband and I run the business together and he's very, much more business minded and I'm mm-hmm. a pretty face in the front that makes people happy and helps them come back, you know? So mm-hmm. we've talked about starting our own site, but the site was, um, basically mini vids with a streaming option. <laughs> and mm. then like six months later, mini vids popped up and we were like, Oh, well, guess that's already been done. Right. And, right. uh, I feel like mini vids does a great job with it. I love that site. And I can't say enough good things about them, both from a customer's perspective and the performers. And I've had tremendous success and contact with their support staff and they've been fantastic, which is unfortunately not the sort of thing that I've gotten from my campsite. Right. So, um, so what, no, so what, it's, it's a lot of carrying on. That's what, that's what I want. I love this. And as long as people will come back and listen to me rant about how Chris Nolan's a terrible director, right. <laughs> and uh, how Kevin Smith should direct everything. <clears throat> yes. Um, I agree with that. I'm a Jersey guy yeah, too. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm all over it. As long as you guys will come back and as long as I can make a living doing this and I'm happy doing it, I'll continue doing it. So where where are the best um, places? You said mini vids for, for people to find you and check out your content. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter. That's usually the best way to get it because I post all my links there. Uh, Twitter is at OCuriouso. And that's okay. Here. And it doesn't matter how many times I go to Twitter, I'm like, listen, give me the Jane Cobb account. They just ignore me. Hasn't been used since like 2005, but I can't have that account for some reason. Wait, wait um, why? What, so, yeah, what is that? So, what did you have an old account or something? Or is that, did somebody just uh, steal your name? No, well, no. <laughs> Jane, you don't know who Jane Cobb is? <laughs> nah, that, it, oh, Jane Cobb is a. Uh, Jane Cobb's from a yeah. show called Firefly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I uh, I did find that. I did not know that because I never watched that show, but I found that out. You Google just, it and looking for me and find Adam and Baldwin. Like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm not trying to look yeah. at this shit. Um, <laughs> this is the worst porn start, site ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't start camming on StreamAid. I started on a site called Cam4, which at the time was a uh, like a, a smoldering dumpster fire. I don't know what it's like now, but at the time it was not good. And um, the name that I had was Curious, right? Like Curious George. Well, that name was obviously already taken because it's basic and people always take those names first. Right. And so my husband's like, oh, well, we'll put two O's at the end of it so they look like bubbles instead of being like XX this, XX that, because everybody uses X's and it's going to be a great idea. So O Curious O was my name. And no one got it. <laughs> Everybody thought it was Curioso. And they were just leaving the first O off the top or the beginning of it and missing, like, the capitalization differences. I'm like, how do you not get this? Like, do you know you were, I thought you were yeah, Irish. There's O apostrophe. People thought curious. I was Portuguese a lot. Nobody wanted me to speak Portuguese. And um, so <laughs> that oh, was the deal there. Well, when I switched from that site to Streamate, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing really well on this side over here. Um, 
because I mean, I was making more than minimum wage basically. So I was like, yeah, I'm doing really well here. I need to take my name from cam four to stream eight so that customers will still be able to find me. I took my name to stream eight. And so I was okay. So when I started on stream eight, nobody found me, nobody followed me. Nobody cared that I was there. And I was like, well, this is the dumbest thing ever. And Jane Cobb came up. I told people, people were like, what's your real name? And I was like, you can just call me curious. And they weren't satisfied with that. And so I went with, well, Jane, like Jane Doe, you know, and I was like, oh my God, wait, Jane Cobb, Jane Cobb's the greatest. I can use this. Mm-hmm. And so a couple years in stream eight, let me switch my name. But, uh, and everybody had been calling me Jane Cobb for a long time. But, um, I went to Twitter and the Jane Cobb account because Firefly was on over a long time ago, like 20 years ago or something like that. It was a long time ago. Right. Um, they, the account was obviously already made. Somebody, somebody made like a fan account or something, but the account hasn't been touched in so long, like over a decade no one's used this account and Twitter won't let me have it. I'm like, but I'm the Jane Cobb. Like I'm the Jane Cobb. Like if you ask people like who's Jane Cobb, I'm the only Jane Cobb that they're coming up with. That's right. It's me and Adam Baldwin. That's it. <laughs> and Adam Baldwin is on it. Yeah. And Adam Baldwin just sucks. He's always sucked. So yeah. I mean, he was pretty great as Jane. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the show, but <laughs> You're, de- no, you're definitely above Adam Baldwin. He's not even the best Baldwin. He's not. Well, I mean, he's not like a Baldwin either. Oh. He's not one of the Baldwins. His name no. just happens to be Baldwin. Oh, well, then he de- he doesn't get preferential treatment at all. No, not at all. <laughs> he just plays the same character that's angry all the time over and over again. But back to your point, you can find me on Twitter. It's O-Curious-O. And um, you can find me on Snapchat. Uh, where if you talk to me, I'm, all I'm going to say is, did you need help upgrading? Or send me pictures <laughs> of your pet. I love your pet stats. Nice. Um, but, uh, and you can find me on Cam, and that's going to be Jane underscore Cobb at cammodels.com. Okay. Or on Minibids. If you look, like I said, if you find my Twitter, you can find everything. I make it easy for you there. Okay. And, uh, and, if you go on mini vids, make sure. How long can they vote for you for this year's award? Um, it's a few more days. We've okay. got like a little over a week left, but as long as I can stay in the top five, uh, I can be considered because that's how they do it. They let you get to the top five, and then they go through and choose who's going to win. I guess. All right. So, so. make sure uh, if you yeah, don't get to vote this year by the time you hear this, then I'm sure you'll be up for more awards next year. Yeah. And uh, eight days. Sorry, eight days, eight, eight days. hours. All right, eight days, eight hours. There you go. So, well, I I I can't thank you enough uh, for taking the time to, to come on. I mean, you, 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 it was fantastic. Thanks for letting me ramble. Oh, no, it was. Uh, I was fascinated, and you, you know, funny. I it, it, I had a good time. So it was very. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, <clears throat> you know, oh, whenever you're able to do it please you know come on again we could talk about we can uh we could brag about more awards that you're probably gonna win i'd love to get back to me in in a little over a week we'll see if i win this mope award i'll come brag about that for an hour (laughs) all right Uh, i'm in thank you so much again anytime all right take care Thanks for checking out the Luca Pettis Show. Once again, you guys can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker.com, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can also check out the LucaPettisShow.com 
for blog posts, videos, episodes, whatever you want. If you're going to be on iTunes or Google Play, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Give us ratings. Review us. It helps us get noticed. Thanks, everybody, for the love, and see you next week. I'm all about low prices, but not in a cheap way, of course. I have this weird best value superpower. You name it, I can tell you exactly where to go. You need beer? Total Wine and More. Feeling like wine? Duh. Total Wine and More. Whether I'm spicing up game night or I'm grilling with my friends, Total Wine and More always has exactly what I need. Hey, Ron, your best value superpower is called Total Wine and More, and we are now open in Reston. Click the banner or visit TotalWine.com slash go-Reston for more savings at our Reston store.